Welcome to Parak Tazayan 16 of Sefer Mishle. So beforehand, um, we talked about, or we discovered in Sefer Mishle, forgiving others and the slight dichotomy or the bigger picture between someone's free will and how it impacts you. In others, you can only do, they can do so much. They can decide to do thing to hurt you or whatever it is. Um, but Hashem will decide whether or not it goes through, so to speak, whether or not he's successful in achieving such a thing. That is what the Sefer HaChinuch uh, implies. Now, the other uh, limit to what I can do is that you're able, says, says Shlomo Melech at the beginning of Mishlei, as articulated by Rashi and Pasigalev, you're able to arrange your thoughts, but sometimes the communication of the thoughts is dependent on Hashem. Interesting. Hashem sees past any cover-up, any facade. He can work out who's really righteous. Again, you see Shlomo Melech not just working on actions, but working on the internals. It means you've got to be a real person, a correct person, an upright person, a tzaddik, someone who's committed to Hashem and connected to Hashem, committed and connected inside, and then that gets expressed outside. Uh, a person's enemies are under Hashem's control. And therefore, if you trust in him, you have nothing to fear. Bitachan, bitachan, trusting in Hashem, a very important theme. We have talked about three different parts of bitachan, or, or uh, three different elements. There is the Desla seems to say, the top level is where a tzaddik can say, I have bitachan, that X will happen. But this good thing will happen to me. The chaznish and the stipulists say, no, bitachan isn't that, or at least not on the top level. Bitachan for most people is... I may not know what's good for me in the long term, but whatever Hashem does for me is for the best. The Malbim, I go to this one before, the Malbim writes that you shouldn't have bitachan on the end, just the means. Excuse me, you shouldn't have bitachan on the means, just the end. Now, don't say have bitachan, I'll get that promotion at work, because if it's the money thing, you want more money, just have bitachan, Hashem will provide you with the money. You know, you don't need to straightjacket Hashem's means, just go for the ends. Um, in order to do tshuva, um, it's all very good, um, but Hashem signs it off. There's a very important Rodesta about this. In other words, Tshuva isn't inevitable. You have to do all the things, you know, whatever, Charata and, and, uh, and Tshuva, changing your things and committing to do again, uh, and Vidui, uh, confessing it's, you know, what you've done wrong. But at the end of the day, Hashem needs to accept your Tshuva. It's not fully in your hands to do tshuva, you do what you can, and then Hashem presses the buttons and cleanses the sins. Um, the tzaddik will choose a path that avoids pitfalls. They don't place themselves in a position of sinning in the first place. We've encountered that before. Um, it also says here that there are limits of humans. The truth is this parak probably, if you have to summarize it, is all about human limits. We are inherently unable to fathom the absolute levels of philosophy as the depth of Hashem. Um, and uh, we just can't do that. If you think you can, he says, that's arrogant, from the Siddhas David says in Pasuk Yuchas. The teaching Torah improves your own understanding of the material. Very important. Teaching Torah will allow you, firstly, there's a mitzvah to teach Torah, to learn Torah, to teach Torah. There are two parts of the same mitzvah, but also they it makes it clearer. Now, you've got to know it in order to teach it. You've got to, you can't teach it without knowing it. The righteous is sincere, um, and a person should refrain from complaining and should be aware of the dangers of influences of others, certainly their attitudes as well as their deeds. That is Perak Tess Zion.